Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Jimmy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Friday, July the 1st, 2022. Hopefully it finds you staying safe and staying sweaty all at the same time. On today's episode, I am talking about five lessons for personal trainers that I got from my homie Travis Merritt. I've talked about Travis on here many times before. Uh, he's a friend of mine. He was in a mastermind group with me for many years. He just really gets it, and uh, that's, I guess, why we you know, uh, kind of vibe together, and uh, we kind of share best practices, but he put out a great uh, written email. I read it a couple times, actually, on the flight, and uh, kind of thought about it, dug in, and I'm like, this is going to help not just people who are coaches, so if you're in the health and fitness space, if you're a coach, if you're a teacher, but if you're on a health and fitness journey, and if you're listening to this, obviously, you're probably somebody who is training or you know, wants to be healthier and wants to make better choices, I think this is all applicable and there are things that you should know if you don't already. And if you're a coach, this can, can change your perspective and your outlook on what is realistic and, and what is expected of you uh, and your clients and honestly your business uh, moving forward. And again, if this episode sounds a little bit funky, uh, I'm actually in Minnetonka, Minnesota right now. I'm traveling uh, for the weekend. And uh, because I refuse to check bags and deal with that mess at the airport, uh, this is the best equipment I can actually bring with me. So hopefully the sound quality is uh, okay for you guys. And this will be a quick one, so it's nothing uh, super complex. But before I jump in, a couple of quick reminders. One, our summer Metcon challenge is kicking off here in nine days. So we start on July the 11th. I'd like for you guys, if you're going to register, let's do it before... On July the 10th, we're running it inside the app. It's the first time we've ever done this. It's not just a Metcon challenge, it's a mobility challenge as well. So we're going super hard on the Sunday events Metcons, and we're actually going super hard on my mandatory mobility program. We kind of married the two together to give you guys this kind of five-week summer challenge. Now, it's only a dollar. If you guys are already in the app, you can do it for free. Uh, it's just jeremyscottfitness.app slash challenge. The link's in my Instagram bio. You can sign up if you're already in the app, and it's free for you. If you're not in the app, we're giving this away for a dollar. Now, we've done programs very similar to this where we sell them anywhere from like 159 bucks to like $189. What we're doing is we're giving it away for a buck. That's insanity. It really is. So if you're on the fence and you're thinking about it, well, Jeremy, I'm not sure. You know, I, I'm going to travel a little bit in between there. It's a dollar. I can promise you, even if you're not in the exact sequence, you doing this for three and a half weeks of the five weeks is going to make you so much better. You'll be more active, you'll make better eating choices, and you're going to get mobility in if you just do everything I'm doing in there that you would not do on your own. It, it, it truly is. So I'm telling you, well, you know, it doesn't matter if you can do it 100%. You doing it to the best of your ability during the travel and busy time is what you're supposed to do. And what are you going to lose? A dollar? That's it. And I say that because everybody does this. Well, you know, once my travel's done or once the new year starts or once my birthday's over, I get all that shit, but let's be real. That's always going to happen. There's always going to be Super Bowl parties. There's always going to be the 4th of July. You're always going to have a birthday. There's always going to be a social obligation. Life is never as clean cut as we think. It's always busy. It's always chaotic. It's always messy. There's seasons of that for sure. And it comes and goes but you can't put your health and fitness on hold. You just can't. So what I'm saying to you is if you're thinking about it, it is $1. And I promise you, you will do more inside of here than you would do on your own. That's why we're giving it away for a buck. We're not doing this, obviously, for money. 
because even if a thousand of you do it, <laughs> I will we'll take home far less than a thousand dollars, which is nothing. So again, if you guys want to check it out, jeremyscottfitness.app slash challenge. If you got a set of dumbbells and a bench, you guys are money. And if you, even if you didn't want to do the actual workouts, which are, in my opinion, awesome, the mobility portion alone is, is worth a hundred times what you guys would, would even come close to investing in it. So check it out. If you got questions, hit me up. And obviously you guys know we're brought to you by my friends at Athletic Greens. It's the one thing I take every single day. I actually have them right here with me. I'll post a photo on Instagram here in a second. Uh, again, if you're tired of taking 14 different pills and you're looking for something to just make your life easier, uh, more simple, and get all the micronutrients you need for the day in your body, this would be the thing that I would take. If you've heard me talk about this 800 times, or maybe this is the first episode you've heard me talk about it, I'm happy to send you a free sample pack, 100% to try. Nothing is owed to me. We'll ship it right to your front door. You can try it. If you like it, you can get hooked up with all the free stuff. Because what we did was we talked to our friends at Athletic Greens into giving you a year's supply of free vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first order. It's a pretty badass deal. The site is athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott to get all the free stuff. Or hit me up and Monica will send you a sample pack right to your front door. And people go, well, what is really in it? Why do you take it? All the vitamins and minerals you guys are going to need. Obviously still eat real food, but if you can't eat all the real food you need every day, for example, if you're traveling like I am today, I stopped at a grocery store, did the best I could, but I don't have a full-size fridge here in a kitchen, so I'm making the best choices I can. So I'll take the greens because it's the antioxidant equivalent of 10 to 12 servings of fruits and veggies. Pretty badass. Also, it's made of 75 whole food ingredients with probiotics and digestive enzymes. All in a sample pack that takes up no space in your backpack or your carry-on. It's a pretty sweet... Again, people hear me talk about it all the time, and obviously we work with these guys and there's, you know, we make money with them, but I really do believe in it. It is the best tasting greens. I wouldn't bullshit you guys. If I knew something better, I would talk about that. So if you want a sample pack, hit me up. Otherwise, athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott for the year vitamin D and five free travel packs. All the other sponsors we're going to put in the show notes Our friends at Dry Farms Wine. Beam CBD, the dream product to take to go to sleep every night, sleeves sold separately, the clothes that we rock, and then my friends at JLab Pro, where I get our protein, turmeric, collagen, and krill oil. If you guys want to check that out, or you want the free supplement guide, obviously hit me up. And then again, for you guys who don't know, inside the app, if you go to the Insights tab, inside the app, we have so many detailed guides inside there. Macro guide, carb cycling guides, full supplement guides, our trusted partners, my Spotify playlist, you can go down the, we have everything packed up in there. So if you guys want all the discounts and deals, they're all in there and we save you guys money on every company and brand we work with. It's just something we do to try to give back to you. If you want to try anything that we like and obviously the companies that we believe in and work with. So now five lessons for personal trainers, courtesy of my man, Travis Merritt out in beautiful Rowlett, Texas, coming at you hot. Now, this is a little bit different uh, podcast, and it's geared, I guess, kind of towards trainers and coaches, uh, business owners even in the health and fitness space, or people who are maybe thinking about making a transition into the health and fitness profession and industry. It's nothing earth-shattering to me, but if I could have heard this early on um, in my career, and honestly, even early on in my own training, I think it would have saved me... uh, a lot of, I don't want to say, you know, heartache, but a lot of wasted time on doing things that I thought, quote unquote, had to be done because this is the way you're supposed to do it. 
and I don't want to get too far off track here, but this parallels a lot of things in life. And you guys have all heard these phrases before. Well, you know, this is what I'm supposed to do in this relationship at this time. We've dated for X amount of years. We're supposed to get engaged. We're supposed to get married. We're supposed to buy a house. We're supposed to have kids. And this is kind of the order and the, the chronological timeline you're supposed to, quote unquote, go in. I'm not against that. If that's the way it worked out for you, respect. But that's not reality for most people. Again, life is not clean and, and, and dry. It's, it's messy. It's, it's, you know, it's a shit show more often than not. And that's the way I think of, you know, your health and fitness journey and your life journey and thinking that things always have to be done a certain way in a certain order oftentimes is the quickest way to lead you to not getting results and leaves you discouraged and kind of lost along your journey, which brings me to the first lesson here. Not all exercises are created equal. And you're probably thinking, well, what does that have to do with you're just rambling about. The example is squatting, right? Like I'm a huge fan of people squatting. I think everybody should squat. It's a basic human movement. You watch a baby, they squat down perfect. You take a shit, whether it's on your toilet or in the woods, essentially you're doing a squat, whether it's a half squat, three, four squat, or your full, you know, squatty potty. But everybody shouldn't do the exact same kind of squat. And that's what I mean. Your life doesn't have to be just like your brother's life or your sister's life or your mom's life or your dad's life. Your journey isn't going to work out exactly the same along the way, and I don't think it should. Not all you know paths are created equal, just like all exercises are not created equal. And I don't think everybody should barbell back squat. I just don't. I'm not saying people can't learn how to but I don't think it's the best fit for everybody. And that's okay. A lot of times if you're way over six feet tall, you're six foot nine, you're seven foot two, I don't know if barbell back squatting is the best for you. Uh, if you have some limiting issues, whether it's hip, knee, ankles, honestly, even uh, super tight T-spine and shoulders, sometimes the back squat's probably not best for you. Or if you just don't like the way it feels and you feel like your low back is dying before your legs. This could be from a million things, biomechanics, uh, poor mobility, or just you. It just might not fit for you. And I, I'm, this is not limited to just squats. I think this applies to all exercises. So finding exercises that feel good to your body, that's the key, and get good with those. Because I believe the results will be better, you'll be more inclined to do them more often, you won't hurt as much, You'll actually master and own the movement, and you'll be happier, which is going to lead to much better long-term sustained results along the way. And again, when I was young and training, that's all we learned. You know, you would go like your high school strength coach, your college strength coach. Well, it's a back squat, guys. Back squat, back squat, back squat. And barbell, deadlift, deadlift, deadlift. And barbell, bench, bench, bench. And again, I'm not against those things. I've done all of them forever. I still do them. Admittedly, I, I probably do less barbell bench than I've ever done in my life. Like last year, I maybe did barbell bench. Like, I don't know. Uh, in, I did one program where we did it for a couple of weeks. But short of that, like uh, there was probably, I don't know, six months of the year, seven months of the year where I didn't do it at all. And I'm not toot my own horn. My chest development is is pretty good. You know, I'm an old guy and it's still, uh, my, my chest is strong. It's thick. It's dense. And it looks, you know, 
good to me, and that's really all that matters. And I'm not saying you can't barbell bench, but I feel better, personally, dumbbell bench pressing. I think you get better range of motion. Uh, I think there's more variations. I think the risk of injury is significantly less. There's so many more benefits. It's, it's easier to pop in and out of sets. I could go down the list. The same thing for squatting. I'm not against barbell back squatting. I still throw it in certain protocols. However, I do feel, and you guys know this, you get I get so much more out of split squatting. I think the, the unilateral stuff is a game changer for many people. I'm not saying you can't back squat, but as I'm getting older, you know, I'll be 39 years old this year, I don't see how smart it is for me at six foot two with, you know, long limbs, like femur length, my legs are long, um, to load up a barbell with 300, 350 pounds, 400 pounds, and do squats. The amount of stress that puts on my, you know, skeletal system, you know, like how much spinal loading I have sitting up there, I don't know if the, the risk is worth the reward when I can get so much more out of just grabbing a 100-pound dumbbell in each hand and doing single-leg split squats from there. Again, that's just me. I'm not against barbell deadlifting. I still do it. I like it. I don't load as heavy as I used to because I don't feel it's necessary. But if I didn't like it, I don't see what the problem is of loading a trap bar because I can get just as much out of it, if not more. I like to do both because I grew up doing it and I like the movement. And that's the key here. You don't have to do every single exercise. You have to find an exercise that feels good for you and your body. And there's no exercise that you have to do. I really believe that. I also don't think there's an, any exercises that suck. There's going to be an application for somebody somewhere in some instance where they work. Now, it doesn't mean they all work for you. And there's certain pieces you can take from each one. And there's a variation you can use. So when I say squatting, if you don't like to barbell back squat, maybe you like to barbell front squat. Maybe you like to hack squat. Maybe you like to split squat. Maybe you like to goblet squat. Maybe you like to sumo squat. There's a... There's almost always 10 other variations at minimum you could do to elicit the same results, if not better, that will leave you feeling good and happier and healthier in the long run. Next on the list, sometimes as a coach, you're going to care more about a person's results than they do. And uh, I've been guilty of this for a long time. Welcome to training, everybody. As a coach, and this can go same thing, and I'm sure parents uh, you know, feel this too, and uh, spouses definitely do, husbands and wives, and not just in, in health and fitness, but I think in general in terms of uh, potential and, and effort. But when you're coaching somebody to be healthier, um, eat better, specifically too is a huge one, you're going to get frustrated with the lack of commitment. And there's nothing you can do about that. What you're trying to do is solve a problem. And that's what they hired you for. And you'll feel like you give them all the answers to solve all their problems, provide them support, education, accountability, but they don't do what you're saying. And that's why I say like a parent, because I'm sure at times my parents would tell me what to do um, and I wouldn't listen like a knucklehead. I think that's just kind of part of growing up. Again, this is normal, everybody. And it's okay. You don't stop caring because of this. You don't stop doing what you're supposed to do. Because at the end of the day, like you can lead a horse to water and you, you can't make them drink. But eventually, they'll get real thirsty and they're going to drink, dude. 
you just have to win the battle and you just have to keep showing up and showing up and showing up. And even if they leave, it's been my experience, obviously running a brick and mortar facility for, you know, the better part of 13 years now. Um, a lot of times people come back and uh, I never take it personal when people leave. Uh, I don't take it personal if they don't really listen. Um, I just keep showing up for them and, and giving them whatever support and the tools that they need to be successful. And then it's on them to pick them up and actually use them. And when I say you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink, but eventually they'll get thirsty. I've lived this many times over in my coaching career. I've lived this as a human, obviously. Like I remember as a kid, um, maybe I didn't want to eat, you know, what was ever for dinner at my house. And uh, I remember as a kid, like, you know, you're a kid, you eat just garbage, at least I did. Um, hopefully if you're a parent now, you, you make your kid eat better than the shit that I was putting in my body. But just being like, uh, you know, at my parents' house or my old man's place and, you know, I don't want to eat, uh, you know, SpaghettiOs, but that's what was there. And I'm like, I don't want to eat this. And my dad would be like, well, this is what you got. So you'll eat it eventually. And then you, you, you throw a little shit fit and uh, say you're not going to eat it and you walk away. And then all of a sudden, like an hour later, it comes by and guess what you're doing? You're eating your nasty ass SpaghettiOs because that's all you had because you got thirsty because you got hungry. It's the same thing with fitness and I've talked about this before and I don't want to get super in depth on this because I got stuff to do today and you guys don't want to hear me ramble on, but it's not up to me what a person's supposed to get out of the training. Now, if they say they want all these results and then they don't do the work and then they come to me and they're pissed off about it, that's a different conversation because then we can talk about the things that they're not doing. But that doesn't mean I stop caring. It doesn't mean I stop giving my best every single day because that's my legacy and that's what I'm supposed to do. That's what everybody who logs into the app gets. They get my absolute best. They get me responding to questions. They get the best stuff that I can create to help them actually move better and feel better and live a healthier life. It's the same thing that the people who show up to Jeremy Scott Fitness every day. I try to program and give them the best I can. Now, if they want to talk, you know, for the five minutes I'm introing what we're doing for the day and then they're lost and confused, is it annoying? I guess so, but I'm like, they maybe needed that social time more than they needed to hear me do the instructions. And that's okay. It's, it's not up to me to dictate what they're supposed to get out of it. And hopefully that makes sense for all the coaches out there. And I know it can be frustrating when you have a person who shows up, you know, three minutes late every day and they seem kind of scatterbrained and they seem kind of lost and like they're ignoring you and they don't care and they're not seeing results and it's frustrating. But the key is they keep showing up. And they keep showing up and they keep showing up. And all you can do is provide them support, education, and accountability and just try to help them solve their problems. And it can be frustrating for sure, but your job is just to be there and be present and to give a shit. And you can never stop giving a shit. And it's hard because I think a lot of times you, you want them to be so successful, maybe even more than they do. Um, and it can be hard, but you just got to keep showing up and doing your thing and eventually they'll get there. And what I always say to young coaches, and this is, I've always thought this, you know, Hey, if people are coming here and even if they're not making these major life changes, like they're not, you know, improving all their drinking habits, they're not, you know, changing, you know, the entire way that they eat and they're not doing the mobility on their own at home. They're still a thousand times better off showing up here every day with us logging into the app, 
doing the workouts, communicating with us, showing up to the gym, even if they don't do all the other things, them doing this is a game changer for them. And that is going to save their life. And it's not like about the results they're not getting in a positive sense. It's they're not 100 pounds overweight. They are getting stronger. They are getting more mobile. They are moving better. They are making better eating choices because they are with us in the community, either online or in person. Even if it's not perfect, it's still way better with us than without us. And I don't mean to come back to like the five-week summer challenge we're doing, but it's a buck to get in. And so I tell people, I go, would you be better off doing it or are you better off not doing it at all? Well, the answer is I'm always better off in a coaching group when I have a coach and a community and a program to follow than I am completely on my own. That's just true for me as it is for everybody listening. That's why we do the things we do. I would not be this fit, I don't think, if I didn't have the same group of people around me. And not just like our Sunday Advanced Metcom people who train in-house, but if I didn't have the fitness friends I have, if I didn't know the Travis Merritts of the world, if I didn't know the BJ Gadours of the world, if I didn't know the, the Hannah Edens of the world and the Nikki Metzgers and the Alexias and the, and the Ben Novaks, like, the, that's my circle. I'm always going to do better when I have a community of people around. And that's the way I look at this. So even if you're coaching and they're not getting the results, you know, that they want and they're not getting, you know, the results you want them to get, they are better off that they're with you. And if you keep leading them to water, eventually they'll get thirsty enough and they'll drink. Next on the list, as a coach, and I'm sure a parent uh, and a teacher, uh, in any industry where you're, you know, becoming an expert, even that's just, if that's just to a small field in a, in a really narrow lane, you're going to get asked the same question hundreds of times. But remember, it's that person's first time asking it. And number one, the biggest reason we started doing even like YouTube and then started this podcast was because I get asked the same question a hundred times. So instead of me typing it all day on Instagram or sharing it via email, I just click a link and share a podcast. I figured that was the easiest way to kill two birds with one stone and give people a detailed answer instead of uh, rehearsing the same thing over and over and over again. Now, obviously in person, I can't do that. If I got the time and I can give them the short answer, I will, but then I'll give them, obviously, this content so they can take a deep dive if I don't have, you know, 20, 30 minutes to chat with them in person. But don't get frustrated if you're coaching, whether it's fitness or yoga or you're a financial advisor or a teacher, that you get asked the same question a hundred times because it's that person's first time asking. And by the way, that's your job, dude. Like, I'm sure my CPA, when I ask him questions, is like, how the hell does this dude, you know, make money and not know this? Well, I'm not a CPA. And I'm sure deep down we all kind of think that, but when he responds, he never makes me feel that way. And that's the same thing for you as a coach. I meet doctors, like medical doctors, who are 50 years old who don't know what macros are. They don't even understand what macronutrients are. They couldn't list them off for me. I'm not making that shit up. That is real. And do I think they should probably know that? I, I would guess so if you're a medical doctor. However, they don't know. So I'm there to actually help them. You're going to get asked a few dozen questions weekly, no matter how many times you've written the emails, you've put out blogs, you've done videos, and you've done podcasts. 
it is going to happen no matter what. I've lived through it. I still live through it every day. Even when we post like on Instagram, uh, I'll post like a video and then in the full, full description below, and then someone will be like, well, how many reps is it? I'm like, well, if you scroll down a half an inch, you'll see it. And that's kind of a little bit different thing. Like you shouldn't be a lazy ass and scroll on half an inch. I go, but the point being is it's just going to happen. It's just part of the game. So don't get frustrated because you're going to get asked again and again and again. And remember, even though you've answered that question hundreds of times, it's going to be their first time asking. So help them. Just like you helped the person you helped 13 years ago, 14 years ago, 15 years ago. That's what the game is. Not being jaded by the industry and always showing up for people and trying to give them your best. That's a hard thing to do. It's easy to do it for a month. It's easy to do it for a year. It's easy to do it for a couple of years. It's not as easy to do 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years in. So keep in mind, these guys want to learn. They're asking the question for a reason, so give them your best. Number four, people are harder to break than you think. Now, keeping good form in mind, I mean, not, I'm not talking sloppy reps and trying to kill people. You can push people pretty far. And in many cases, a person's body needs to be pushed well outside their comfort zone to see any of the results they want. Remember, people are coming to you not only to be taught how to do things, but to be pushed harder than they would be pushed on their own. From my experience, many people won't quit a coach or a trainer that pushes them too hard, but will quit one that doesn't really push them hard enough. Now, side note, there's extremes out there, and there's like some of these, I don't want to say CrossFit boxes, it's just what comes to mind. Because, And again, if you're a great CrossFit coach, respect it. I think it's awesome what you do. But if you're one of these shitty coaches who puts together these terrible workouts of the day that you couldn't even do on your own, and then you're crushing the 54-year-old the school teacher with them, you're an asshole, bro. Like, why would you do that? That doesn't make anybody any better. You shouldn't want to, you shouldn't have them leaving every session just, just getting murdered. You shouldn't want to beat them down and bury them every single day. That's not what a great coach does. Anybody can do that. It's not complex. What you want to do is push them past what they would normally do on their own. And I think you do that in a, in a group, in a group setting, like super easily. It's just, um, it's not for, it's not for everyone. No worries housekeeping coming in trying to clean my room um, <laughs> the point I'm driving at is if you're a good coach you're going to want to push these guys beyond what they're going to want to do and there'll be a little bit of kickback there and you have to know there's a gauge right you, you want to take them out into the deep waters like you're in the ocean you want to take them out in the water but you don't want to drown them like like that's the key knowing where that line is and over time you're going to find that out um, but again People have more inside them than I think they realize. And if you're coaching people who were once former athletes, they have this gear that a, a non-athlete really doesn't have. And what I mean is the athletes we have are the ones who are usually willing to die. Like they played you know, sports in, in high school and college, and they've, they've been through that kind of forced, I hate to say this, exercise as, the, as punishment, but they have another gear they can go to um, because they've been there before or maybe the non-athlete doesn't. And what you're trying to do is find that gear to push them into and laying out stuff and, and letting them do it at their own pace, obviously. And again, keeping good form in mind and keeping things perfect. But you want to push them past what they would do on their own because that's where the real change is going to happen. And that's what a good coach does. And number five here before I let you guys go, 
a person is going to try every dieting tactic before they commit to your plan. This is going to happen. There's a lot of psychology as to why, but that's for another podcast altogether because housekeeping is trying to kick me out. Um, it's not uncommon to have a person you train try your eating style or your eating plan or, or your protocol or your philosophy for a couple of days only to stop and jump onto another quote-unquote diet and another fad diet and another fad diet. I've seen people do this for months, even for years, um, before coming around and, and following you know, the philosophy that I told them about for the first time years ago. And it's okay to be frustrated by that, but, but keep in mind, they are still trying. It's just they have to, you know, they got to learn on their own. It's like the 16-year-old kid who, who tells mom and dad they know everything, even though your mom and dad were one sixteen and they lived your exact same life. Um, you got to let the kid fail on his own. And that's the same thing here. You got to let them go out, do their thing, you know, take their losses, you know, lose time in the process, but that's part of their learning process too. And don't give them shit. Um, about their efforts and, and give them a hard time about it. Just let them, let them try for themselves and see if it works. Still give them amazing workouts. Still teach your nutrition philosophy and methods because eventually you'll say something at the right time or you'll just you'll meet them at the right time and they'll change their mind and you'll both get the results you want. They'll listen to you. They'll make it a lifestyle. But they won't turn it into a fad diet. They'll start eating real food and they'll start understanding macros. They won't be abusing alcohol and processed foods and they'll be on the right track. And it won't be this gimmicky, quick fix shit. And I'm not, again, I'm not against any eating styles. If you want to eat carnivore or keto or intermittent fasting or carb backloading or vegan or Whole30, something works for everybody. That's fine. You got to test the waters of a couple of things, but no matter what it is, at the end of the day, all those protocols I mentioned, which is a handful of, of what's out there, Real food is the key. Understanding your macro ranges is the key. Understanding if you're trying to lose fat, you got to be at a calorie deficit. If you're trying to get bigger, you got to be at a calorie surplus. You got to drink water. You got to get good sleep. These things will never change. These are the principles and the protocols that work for everybody. And whatever you know gimmick you want to throw on top of that, that's fine. But at the end of the day, when you strip them all down, they all work the same. Calorie deficit, calorie surplus, real food, great macros, full of micronutrients, drinking water is your main fluid source, you're in business. That's it. Let them try everything else. And if you keep showing up and you never change your tune, you'll both get the results you want eventually. It's just going to take longer than uh, you initially planned. But that's why you're coaching, and that's part of the game. And understand this before I let you guys go. Training, coaching, finding what kind of eating style, it's a journey. There's a lot of ups. There's a lot of downs. This is normal. It's just part of it. It's peaks and valleys. It's just like life. Don't beat yourself up if things don't go as planned. As long as you don't stop, meaning as a client and an athlete don't stop, and as long as as a coach you don't stop, you're going to get where you need to go. It might be a bumpy ride. You might have some, some slight delays, but just don't stop. That's the biggest takeaway. If, if you're not seeing the results that you want right now, if things aren't going perfect, if you got sick or you had an injury or you were traveling or your, your work stuff kicked up or whatever it is, 
don't beat yourself up if things didn't go as planned. We're halfway through 2022. If things haven't been perfect, it's okay. There's ups and downs, man. Just don't stop and you'll get there. And if you're struggling right now, again, start a new program. Get with the coach. Get with the community. Do something to kickstart you in the right direction and then just commit to it. Sign a contract with yourself in your head that's non-negotiable that you'll see it through. And again, it's all right if it doesn't go perfect, but you have to keep showing up every single day. You have to keep your body moving. You have to keep eating real food. You have to keep getting good sleep and you, you can't abuse alcohol and shit and you can't always give in to the moment. You have to delay some gratification if you want to see things happen in the future. This is as true for fitness as it is for everything in life. So if you're a young coach or you're in the fitness industry, hopefully um, these are things you know. If not, jot them down and take them with you. I'll throw them in uh, in some emails here after uh, next week once our uh, five-week summer challenge is, uh, is kicked off so you guys can see them. But uh, all stuff you should know, you can take with you and use um, almost instantly. And if you're an athlete or a person on a fitness journey, um, these things are true. Just keep putting in the work and keep showing up. And, and if what you're doing currently isn't working, um, step back for a second, audit it, take a look at it. And maybe it's uh, time to switch something up to get uh, re-motivated and re-energized. And again, with motivation, it's easy to, to, to get you get you going. Um, it's hard to be motivated every single day. But what you can do is just show up every day. That's the key. Even if you're unmotivated, it's the consistency over anything that elicits the best results. It really does. And again, it's not about being perfect, but it's about doing something each day to move the needle a little bit further forward as opposed to completely stopping and letting things go for long periods of time. Because taking a month off, taking three months off, taking you know six months off, it really sets you back so, so far. If you can just show up every day and do something, I promise you it can change everything because that compounds over time to elicit the biggest results. So thank you guys as always. Uh, hopefully this didn't sound too bad and you didn't mind the housekeeper popping in here. Again, reminder, if you guys want to check out our challenge, it's jeremyscottfitness.app slash challenge. The link's in the show notes here. It's also in my Instagram bio. It's a dollar to enter. I, I can't say that enough. It's literally a dollar bill. And we're going to give you some of the best content that we put out for literally a buck. So it starts in nine days. July 11th, we kick off. Um, I'd urge you guys to get in there if you got a friend or family member who wants to do something and be active. And honestly, if they love Metcon workouts, this is for them. If they need to have better mobility, this is for them. If you got a, a, a parent or a grandma or grandpa who just needs to have better mobility, the mobility workouts alone um, would help them, and it's a buck. So perfect for your iPhone, Android, wherever you guys get it. And obviously, if you're already in the app, join for free. Pretty badass. If you guys want a sample of Athletic Greens, hit me up. I'll send it. Otherwise, athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott gets you a year's supply of vitamin D and the five free travel packs. All our other podcast sponsors are in the show notes. If there's anything else you guys need from me or want to see from me, hit me up. Otherwise, we're loading stuff in the app like crazy. There's already like six programs in there plus a thousand plus workouts, and then this challenge will be in there as well. Um, we're doing a lot in there. I'd love to see you guys in there kicking ass and rocking and rolling. So if you need something, holler at me. Otherwise, have an awesome Fourth uh, of July holiday. And uh, if you're on Spotify, drop us a five-star because you can do reviews now on Spotify, which is cool. And then if you're on uh, an iPhone, obviously the um, Apple podcast, drop it a five-star, leave a, a comment. I would appreciate it. Uh, again, you guys have an awesome holiday. Uh, be safe. And until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please, you guys, 
Keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.